You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. And now, Side B. Do you want to talk about uh, the return of uh, MMG real quick? Uh, sure. We can talk about that real quick. Because we did, we did just talk about your boy Meek. So you and I, yeah, so we, we had said that, I, th- I think I'll even give you most of the credit for this. We talked about how we thought that Meek, um, you know, would, 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 we'd probably be hearing something from him soon. And uh, all of a sudden we get Self-Made 4. And now we get, we get word of Self-Made 4 and we get uh, Ross, Wale, and Meek make it work. Yep. Uh, I feel like this song came out today and I, I didn't hear anything about it. Yeah, no. I, I saw I saw a little bit of chatter, but nothing crazy. Because it sounds like every MMG record you've ever heard, right? It does. Um, but it's it's crazy because the MMG sound is the most recent sound to become stale. So hmm. when I heard it, I was like, oh, I haven't heard this in a while. <laughs> I haven't heard this sound in a while. You know, I think I think Ross... And company were relying on the fact that Meek and Wale want a record together to sort of sell it. Mm. But so much has happened since Meek and Wale, you know, kind of fell out. I, I've totally forgot that they fell out until you exactly. just said it. Exactly. Exactly. That's why. So it, it sounds like exactly what you'd expect a, a MMG self-made for teaser record might sound like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really hard, loud beat. Yep. Um, Meek's yelling. Meek's yelling, but I will say this about Meek between, um, like, I, I don't mind him on this, but I really, really liked him on the All The Way Up. Um, I really liked him on Panda, and I liked him on Summer 16, though he needs to stop rapping over Drake records. Um, I like this whole board, so, you know, bored and embarrassed, so I'm going to, you know, work my way from the bottom, Meek, because he, he's snapping. He's flow wise. His flow is crazy. Lyrics haven't changed. You know, he's still yelling, but he he's he's hitting some pockets on these flows, man. And I'm I'm really enjoying it. Um, I don't know what Wale's doing on this record. <laughs> I, Wale's doing the. This was right around the time when Can I Get a Blue? So also down bottom. So what was happening was a lot of New York rappers were rapping over Southern tempo beats, but they were still trying to fit all their bars in. So they were doing like and it's like uh, hey, some of that worked out some of it in 1999 <laughs> I don't want to hear somebody like Wale who was wrapped over this tempo and slower doing that it no no and then Ross is Ross yeah I feel like Ross has been quiet he is and I think that's good yeah he because he put out a lot of music last year he did. He put a lot of music. I think he oversaturated himself. That, that album, the whole we, we just heard nothing from that album. Like, and that sucks. Once, I, I once 2016 started, it was just like, poof. There go to car. <laughs> <laughs> there go to crib. <laughs> poof. That's still one of the greatest videos in the history of the internet. Then performing Black Magic in Las Vegas with David Copperfield on stage. <laughs> Hilarious. So uh, that that's up there with the MMG press conference, which I read a few weeks ago. Still funny. Oh, that MMG press conference. See, now I feel like that would be like live streamed on Tidal. That would be great, actually. It actually would have been. I feel like it was live streamed. But, you know, they did it at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, hey, 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 cool guys. Most of your fan base is at work. You mean <laughs> like, you mean like when, when Kanye did his, his fashion show at 4 o'clock in the afternoon? Oh yeah, ye- yeah. Why would you do Yeezy, Yeezy season three at four o'clock, four thirty? Why? I don't know. I mean, on the other hand, I think it's one of those things where people were just like, "Oh, I'm not, I'm going to stop what I'm doing and watch this." Yeah, I mean, like you could 
because on the other hand, your uh, your Apple keynotes. I was just gonna your, say, your, yeah, your Google IOs. I was like gonna I say, I, I have, you know, on Monday, I I'm, I have something blocked out of my calendar from one p.m. to three p.m. Just saying, it's it's on my work calendar. <laughs> they're doing they're doing the Apple keynote is on Monday, one o'clock. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. So is this the new iPhone? No, this is uh, their developer conference. So you know, new, they'll talk about the new iOS, talk about new Mac stuff, talk about new Siri stuff. Okay. iPhones okay. iPhones in uh, September. Okay, 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 okay. All right, that's cool. I got an iPad, so I'm sort of in the jobs gang. A little mm-hmm. bit. A mm-hmm. little bit. Some Summer residents. <laughs> okay, but yeah, like we go out of our way to watch those things. But I guess maybe the thing is, is, you know, The Verge isn't blocked at work. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Rap Radar and, you know, some of these hip-hop websites, they're blocked at work. Oh, really? Yeah, some people's are, yep. Oh, man. They're getting, they're getting, some websites are getting more, or some companies are getting more lax. Um, but I think that's to catch employees. Um, like YouTube and Facebook are pretty much open everywhere. Like Facebook is open in the military last I heard, which is like a death trap. <laughs> we used to have to have like a proxy. We used to get online. We used to get on MySpace at work in the military. And it was like a stealth mission. <laughs> you keep the computers putin. Absolutely, boopity boopin. Um, but yeah, we're gonna let's 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 talk. Uh, let's talk Kanye. All right, let's talk Kanye. This is, this is another random episode. There's a lot of random stuff going on right now. It is. Um, speaking of people who you think would be done with the year, but in this case, I don't feel fatigue. You might feel differently. Uh, Kanye apparently has a good music album. Yeah, cruel winner. I, I, the odds of that keep staying the title. Uh, I think it will. Despite the fact that it's not coming out in winter, it'll probably come out like in October. The thing is, I it think, could it could come out whenever. That's the amazing thing about Kanye. It really could. When did Cruel Summer come out? I hope. I think it came out in summer. You sure. <laughs> I like Cruel Summer. Nah. It came out in September. Nah. September fourteenth. Technically, I mean it's technically it's summer. Still summer. But okay. So to the world, which is hilarious. Click. First off, first off, I'm gonna cut you off right there with "To the World." <laughs> to the World's hilarious. It is. It's hilarious, but it's not good. Oh, I like. To, I like "To the World." To the world. Come on, come on, Kelly. What are you no. doing? And click. I don't like "Click" either. You don't like "Click"? Mercy. Okay. New Godflow. Okay. Cold. Okay. There's some records on here. That's it. Would you name four records? Five no, records. I like the morning, but you probably don't. Uh, I like the beat. I don't like the song. Don't some like friends who killed that. Don't like. Which okay. hasn't aged. I don't know how well that's aged, but not well, mm. especially JD Kiss's verse. <laughs> Even though they brought back the they from, they brought back the same super dramatic, uh, down pitched uh, kick drums from Don't Like from Kanye's part, and they reused them on uh, Champions. on Champions. Yeah. Uh, so Champions is uh, it's an interesting lineup. A little bit Kanye, Quavo, Travis Scott, Designer, Gucci Mane, Big Sean, Two Chains, Yo Gotti. Um, first of all. This beat is really is already grown on me. I like I got, the beat. I gotta hear. I gotta hear like a, a CDQ. Yeah. yeah, I gotta hear a CDQ. I wasn't crazy about the beat when I heard it. Um, because of course when you when you name your song Champions and it's a Kanye West record, you kind of have some competition. Yeah, uh, you know, it's a, it's it's really a shame that that song is not widely available. Yeah, true. I don't know where that paid in full soundtrack is. Like, you can't get that anywhere. YouTube, maybe. That's it. Right. Yeah, that's it. <sighs> Um, yeah, so I like the beat. Um, 
Kanye's part is fine. I yeah, got, I got no problem with Kanye's part. Yeah, I'm like, I, I don't mind Kanye either. Um, I know you. I know you love Travis Scott. <laughs> I don't. I honestly. Yeah. Just, just to fast forward. Sure. I could do Kanye. Um, the I mean, the hook is fine. I don't mind yeah, the hook. I like the hook. You, I like Quavo. You go Kanye hook two chains song over. I like Sean. This is like a cruise control Sean. Yeah, but Sean's can. I mean, I think Sean's underrated. You're right. I mean, he's he's. He's like skating all over this beat, but he skates all over every beat. Yeah, so it's like, all right, this is cool, but it doesn't really like peak my ear because I'm used to. I think the only posse cut that I didn't like Sean on was "Looking for Trouble," and he was rapping really fast on that. Oh yeah, that was terrible, and the mix was bad. Yeah, like his verse was louder than everything else. Yeah, that was no. But Two Chain, Two Chain smokes this. <laughs> he completely owns this record. He leaves everybody in the dust on this record he not even just like from like a, oh he made some funny like he he's got some bars on here listen listen i think what two chains and he he's got some whack bars i wish a nigga would like a kitchen cabinet is one of the worst bars ever but it's hilarious it's not bad like cringy bad it's like funny bad hmm. um i think what a lot of people what turns a lot of people off the two chains is what he represents rather than what he really is and I think he represents ignorant Southern hip hop, like the stereotypical of what that is. But he's not really that. No. And I think when he does records like this and Mercy and like he gets on these posse records and he just he just pulls the ice skates out and just does figure eights all over. He, it. he puts his foot in this verse. Yeah. Yeah. For, for one thing, he brings energy. Yes. Yeah, because that's the thing I don't like about everybody else's verses. They're just very like, nah. They, they, everybody on this record sounds entitled. <laughs> and what I mean by that is like, there, there, there's no urgency. It's just like, all right, we're on a like, yo, you're on a Kanye West record. The, like, the, the thing that I love about Two Chains is that he was not, he was never somebody who was like, I'm not really a rapper. Yeah. He, yeah. he was more like, no. I can rap like he somewhere he is still titty boy like you know the yeah. chip on the shoulder like so he gets on on, on on a record like this and he's like oh I'm gonna rap yeah and I've got all these other people that that's the thing about uh hip-hop nowadays the fact that it's so non-confrontational you get these posse cuts and like nobody wants to outshine anybody anymore you get a record like Reservoir Dogs there's competition on that record right like everybody goes into that saying, "I want to murder everybody on that." On that I song. think part of that comes from like we don't know who was actually in what studio for what part of this. So like I think true, it's hard when it's not a bunch of people in the studio. True, you know what I mean. Or you come by and you hear, "Oh, you know, Siegel just did that verse." Okay, yep. well, you know, yep. let me think about it. Like if you're just if you're if you're if you're going to Gmail and attaching your, you know, if you're like, "Here's my Dropbox link for my." For my for my vocals, and then you got you know, Kanye and Mike Dean pasting you know cutting and pasting like you know like first of all I'm pretty sure this probably started as like Travis Scott and Quavo yeah but I don't know Two Chains yeah he's got lines on here yeah he smokes this um I like him a lot on this you honestly I would you could leave the first part like the you you could you could pretty much actually yeah so the hook that come looking at right now the hook that comes after you could just have another, just repeat the hook after. So there's a, like it's two chains and there's a hook with, with Travis Scott and the designer's got some part in there too. And then they could just redo that again and just end the song. 
Sorry, yeah. sorry, Yogati. Sorry, Gucci. You don't need a second part. No, you don't. No, you don't. I agree. That song would be much better. And <clears throat> speaking of 2 Chains, I really like the record that he did with Static Selector. I know you're not a big fan of his drums, but that sample is stupid. All right. I haven't heard it. So what is it? Uh, I forgot the name of it. What's <laughs> but the it's sample? Static. I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I thought I it was don't know something I might recognize. Nah, I don't know what it is off top. But it's that's the thing. I... I think I just have an affinity for like trap soul. So you get these mm. southern rappers over these, you know, boom bappy beats um, with samples in it, and it just Jeezy does those well, Ross does those well, Yo Gotti does those well, um, and Two Chains. Other than the um, <laughs> the the, uh, the Gladys, and you remember that License to Kill record? <laughs> it's <laughs> been in my head the whole time since we've been talking about. <laughs> Talking about uh, two chains on this record, yeah, he really, he really thought he was going in on that record. He really, yeah, that, and I think that's what kind of turned a lot of people off because it was like, but you know what? To me, that's kind of endearing. Because say what you will, two chains cares, right? Mm -hmm. He cares. Yep, right, absolutely. And everybody in hip hop nowadays is too cool to care. Hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So that yeah, that and I think that's exactly why I appreciate appreciate him as a rapper. I think that's it. Now that you said it, yes, there it is. There it is. Um, I think this record might be able to work as a single. I think it could too. Um, Kanye's got a line or two that people will like. People are gonna love Two Chains lines. Yeah. Even if some of the be- better, even though if one of the better ones, you're gonna lose the effect on the on the radio edit, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. The snowball effect line is actually pretty good. <laughs> um. um but uh but yeah so kanye so kanye debuts this out of nowhere yeah randomly shows up on on la radio and debuts it yeah um he's supposed to perform a governor's ball gets rained out yep so instead he sort of i don't know if it was i don't know what the original intent was but they pretty much put together a last minute like oh let's take the good music showcase at summer jam let's 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 put kanye on top of this so they redid it on the fly okay um and then, uh, so they did, a, they did a, you know, live performance there. Uh, I saw some of the video. It looked pretty terrible. I haven't seen any Summer Jam video. I, I've seen Kanye live a lot. I have never, like, he was forgetting, like, so many, like, the lyrics just were not there. Yeah, so I heard he really messed up. Father um, Stretch My Hands. Yeah, Father Stretch My Hands. I heard he completely, like, he butchered it. Just butchered it. Um, which is, like, if it, I mean... You assume that he was planning to perform that at, at Governor's Ball, of so course. it's like it's like how do you not how do you not know that? Um, I mean, maybe he's just been working so much on new music he hasn't even thought about those records. It can't be. You're planning a tour. You better be thinking about those records. I mean, I'm sure he's got. I'm sure like he's got you know the people at Donda like planning creative stuff for the tour, but I'm sure he's not even thinking about like you know what I mean. I'm sure he's not like prepping for this because he's apparently he's he's making two albums right now. <laughs> Right, 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 right. Um, I'm sure Cruel Winter is just like Life of Pablo leftovers. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. A uh, little bit of Travis Scott leftovers. Yeah. But you know what? If if we get records like this, I'm I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I I think leftovers has a bad connotation to it. You know, leftovers are good sometimes. I think it's a case of Kanye has had so many people floating in and out of um of his of his studio setup out in L.A. that. It's like this would have sound this would have sounded incredibly out of place on Life of Pablo. Oh yeah. Well, nah. Yeah. Where would where would you even put this? Nah. That's such a weird record. Nah. I don't know if it would sound 
out of place. Yeah, yeah. This would have definitely... This is going to sound great live, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Kanye's is good at that. Um, so... So they did the uh, they they did the thing at Summer Jam, and then he uh, kind of decided he wanted to uh, to try to do a, a two a.m. concert at Webster Hall in New York City. Now um, apparently everybody knew this except Webster Hall. Well, Webster <laughs> Webster Hall knew they got they got hired last minute. I mean, like employees like were called in last minute to get set up basically. Okay. Because there's pictures of like you know of like pushing people inside Webster Hall. Yeah. Okay. So I saw like. Yeah, I saw like Snapchat video of some people. So that's what that was. That was yeah. people like all waiting. I've been in. I've been to Webster Hall before. That is doesn't, not a big venue. I was gonna say, doesn't it? Doesn't Webster Hall hold like two hundred people? It, I saw. I saw Mayor Hawthorne there. All right, Kanye. No, no, no disrespect to Mayor Hawthorne. Kanye should not be trying to do impromptu performances at a place that Mayor Hawthorne's selling out. <laughs> I mean, I, do you know what, what I mean? Like, it's a, it's a, it's a ballroom. It's a general admission. Ballroom with an upper level. Well, you know why he did that, right? Why he did it? No, he did it because of what it looked like. So what it looked like was a sea of people trying to get into this two hundred seat venue. It holds like fifteen hundred, but yeah, okay, I think 15, So well, there's I'll check. You, you keep talking about check. So there's three thousand people, five thousand people trying to get into a fifteen hundred seat venue. Right. It looks great. You know, I saw tweets. From good music artists, I think Pusha T said something like, we control the culture. Like, no, no, no. Like, those are logistics, homeboy. Like, <laughs> there's nothing to do with controlling the culture. Like, yeah, you, you probably got your finger on the pulse. Like, that's fine. But don't. Now, if, if all of Giant Stadium came to see you, if Summer Jam was just your event, which I'm sure good music could, if not sell out, come pretty close to it. Then, then we can talk. Like you, you over, you overselling a 1500 seat venue where, you know, and, and Kanye's driving, Kim's driving a car and Kanye's like sitting on the car waving to like, it was just, it was just a, you know how, you know, when somebody's pregnant or oh. maybe you're working late and they're like, Hey, can you go to Wendy's or go to the gas station, you know, make a food run for me real quick and get a pizza for me. It's one o'clock in the morning. That's what that was. And instead of getting food, Kanye went to get his ego struck. No. No what? I think you're wrong. I think wow. you forget how impetuous Kanye West is. I, it's enti- To me, it is entirely plausible, entirely realistic that he was really just like, I want to do a show. Find me a place to do a show. Where are we going to do a show? It's entirely, it's entirely within, if you think about how Kanye works, how he operates, that is entirely rational. I mean, not rational, uh, um, typical. Now, it's very clear that he is surrounded by people who want to use stuff like impact we have in the culture. Like, remember the crap? Um, uh, remember when facts came out and there yeah. was a lot of nonsense on, on Twitter about people, because people obviously called it trash. And then you heard a lot of, oh, well, you know, we're impacting the culture and da 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 da. And, you know, there's a lot of that nonsense. It, I think he's, I think he has clearly got some of those people around him. Not all the people, but I'm sure some of them are like that. It seems like it anyway. But I don't know. It doesn't at all seem weird, weird or random to me that Kanye wanted to do something and was just, just decided to do it. I also think it's a case of, I think this is something that Kanye West, even four years ago, could have pulled off. I feel artists are, especially on his level, aren't yet ready and i don't think they quite understand how fast things spread now how much you can't you can't do it any like you just you just can't do anything like that anymore yeah because kanye has done quote unquote secret shows in new york before yes he is can't do it anymore you know 
Yeah. Twitter, Snapchat. Nope. Can't do it. Everything's yeah. too fast. Yeah. He he could have said, we're doing something at, at Madison Square Garden. Do you know what the scene would have looked like there? It would have been crazy. Yeah. Because you're Kanye West and you just can't do something. You're right. Honestly, it's logistics. But I don't know if everybody has quite adapted to this new world of how fast things kind of move. I think if anybody has, Kanye would, would know. You think so? Yeah. I mean, look at... I think if anything, his rant, his rant, his first rant should have showed him that everything he does on the Internet, like everything he does catches fire on the Internet. So every it, it initially the first thing was what the Taylor Swift thing that might have been the first thing that really went viral for him. Oh, no, 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 no. George I mean, Bush doesn't care about black people. Now, let me let me <laughs> say that is under the new that, social media era. Oh, I was going to say that might be that's almost pre-viral. Yeah, so George Bush doesn't care about black people is pre-viral. But you're right. If we're not counting Twitter, all that stuff, then yeah, that's that's the first easily. Um, but I think in the social media age, Taylor Swift was the first one to go viral. And then he just kept doing stuff. I'm sure we could, if we thought about it hard enough, we could find at least 10 things that Kanye's done that's went super viral. So I think he, if anybody knows, him and Drake are the two who obviously know. And I think Drake has worked that to his advantage. Kanye might not, Kanye might be a little too scatterbrained to do that. That's what I mean. Like, I, I, maybe you're right. But to me, uh, and I don't know, Kanye just seems so much like he'll bounce from one thing to another that it doesn't, it would, doesn't at all surprise me that they were literally like, especially if it is true that they were able to get employees in. It's totally possible. They were just like, literally, he had his, like, had his dudes just going down. Like, because I mean, obviously they know. You know, whoever books his, his shows and stuff like that and books good music shows and whatever, like they know every promoter, every person who runs every every uh, venue. It's totally possible. They were literally going down the list. And there's uh, a lot of those mid-sized venues in New York. I mean, the problem is, aside from Madison Square Garden and Barclays, aside from that, it's not like there's a a, a 10,000 you know, seat venue. I mean, after right. that, it goes down into the... 1500 to two, 3000. Honestly, like the numbers almost don't even matter. If you're not trying to, for, for the crowd they had, if they weren't trying to get it into a 10 to 15,000 seat place, it wouldn't have mattered. Right, 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 right. So like, now, I don't know. It, I, it, it seems kind of plausible to me, but maybe I'm wrong. Now, you've got two places that he could have had this place at, and I think this works for where we're going to transition to. Okay. One Best Buy Theater. How many, how much, how many people does that hold? That's Do you an know? Interesting one. Checking. This is uh, thrilling for everybody. I've never been to Best Buy Theater. Oh, I believe it's because it's now called the PlayStation Theater. Twenty one hundred. Okay, so not too not too many more than Webster Hall. No. Um. Okay, so now what about Irving Plaza? No, that's not that big either. So yeah, so Irving th- Plaza is a thousand. So there is. So Ti was going to do a show for a thousand people. Okay. See, um, that's what I'm saying. So, so here's the thing about New York, and I don't know this, so maybe one of our New York listeners can say can can respond to this. So, it seems like there's a gap. Um, when we did our show in New York at Santos Party House, which is closing down, single tier, um, I think that was 900 people. So you're getting 900, 1,000, 1,500, 2,100, and then does it immediately jump to your? Madison Square Gardens. There's Terminal Five, which I'm going to at the end of this month for Mayor Hawthorne. Three thousand people. Okay. Um, but after that, so like a seven, eight, you know, like six, seven, eight thousand. Right. I mean, the problem. I mean, we're 
like when you think about where do those size venues exist? Oh, they exist around the country, just not really in New York. That's that's the point I was getting. You know to. what I mean? Like those venues exist, sure, but they're like Connecticut. You know what I mean? Or like sort of other markets. Because for New York, it's either a, a, a general admission show, right? Your Terminal Fives, all the way down to, you know, this like the smallest two hundred seat whatever. Or it's an arena show. Or stadium show, even. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, it, you're getting one or the other in New York. You go elsewhere for the mid-sized venues, I think. I'm sure there's somebody who lives in New York who is just yelling right now that we're missing some important venue. There's a lot. The thing is, there's a lot of venues in New York. Yeah. I think I, I think they're missing hmm. that 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 sort of mid-tier, uh, especially in New York City. I mean, good Lord. <laughs> You think they have a seven thousand, eight thousand, but maybe they just don't have the the real estate for it. Maybe New York's too congested for that size theater. Yeah, that's an interesting thing because like terminal, like terminal five, where I'm going, that's a big spot. Like that's a lot of of New York real estate, and that's three thousand. Yeah, you'd have to almost take up like a regular block, right, to do more than that. And at that point, you better be like, you got to bring in the caliber of art. You know what I mean? Like I think it's I, I think it's really just a thing where it's like. You know, an artist who could go to like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of an example. So like in Connecticut, we have, there's an arena in Bridgeport, which is, uh, it's like an hour from where I live, but it's also like an hour from New York. It's right on the, it's right on the train line that goes into New York. So they built an arena there. It holds like eight or 9,000 people. Right. So they've tried shows there, but it's kind of awkward because it's like, what kind of artist do you bring in there? Because right. like Drake, he's playing at arenas. Right. And like, you know, I don't know. Like, who do you even get for that kind of thing? That's exactly. kind of a weird place. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Who do you get on a regular basis to sort of maintain and make money for that venue? Good point. Good point. Because Kanye West isn't always going to want to come to that, come to New York and do that, do a show like that. Right. Good point. Good point. So I guess, I guess that's all they had. So um, anything else about Kanye? We miss anything? No, I think we're good. Um, you know, we haven't even talked about Troy Ave. We have not. Um, I think that happened. That was like the only thing that happened last week and it wasn't worth doing an entire show for. Right. And no, no disrespect to Troy Ave. Um, all disrespect to Ben Affleck <laughs> <laughs> and, and no shots at, you know, the tragedy that happened, the, the, the person who died, the people who got shot. So when I say that, I don't mean, you know, it wasn't important to speak on that situation, but we couldn't have stretched that out into a hour and a half, right. two hour show. So let's talk about it now. So there was a show at Irving Plaza, TI concert. Yep. Uh, one person was killed. Yep. Um, Part of Troy has uh, entourage. Yep. Um, at the time of the shooting, Mano and uh, Uncle Murder were on stage. Um, and I don't know all the details exactly, but. <laughs> Apparently the NYPD doesn't either. Uh, but, uh, it appears as though at the very least they think that it's that, that Troy Ave, uh, shot some people. <laughs> they, the last I heard is that they thought this was going to be an open and shut case because they had the footage of Troy Ave shooting. Right. Um, but now that more information has come out, um, they are, they now believe that Troy Ave was acting in self-defense, that he didn't fire the first shots. He didn't, he didn't shoot the shot that killed his friend. Right. He didn't shoot the, uh, what, you know, I think it was Mano's girlfriend. Or that's what I'm hearing. Somebody got shot in the leg. A woman got shot in the leg. 
Um, he was just returning fire. But I mean, that doesn't really make it any better in New York. But um, yeah, New York's kind of strict on gun laws. A um, little bit. Uh, the self defense thing. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> um, that's tough to prove. Yeah, it is. Um, especially if the person is dead, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because they're talking about Tax Stone was involved, and I'm not really, I'm not going to listen to Tax Stone for any reason, um, let alone to find out what, you know, his side in all this was. But I heard he was involved, you know. Like, it's why I, I tell people this all the time, man. Like, you know, these podcasts, the thing about podcasts, and this is one thing that Doc and I have learned, me in particular, with these podcasts is like, you kind of have to be responsible for the things that you say. You know, it's very easy to believe that you are enclosed. You know, it's Doc and I having a conversation. Um, so it's very easy to just say, well, this is just Doc and I talking, but we put this out for public consumption. And we have to recognize that the things that we say, people may get offended, people may be upset, people may feel a way about it. And we have to, if somebody wants to ask and address something that we say, um, especially if it is in terms to their person or their art or their works or whatever, that we need to have a conversation. Um, I don't think, and this is like a, I don't know if this is a hip hop problem. I don't know if this is just a, a, a man problem, as you alluded to earlier with machismo, but it just seems like this generation doesn't think that that line exists, especially when it comes to other people. If somebody says something crazy about you um, and you have a certain mindset, you're probably going to want to see that person and ask them, why did you say this about me? Um, but of course, because everybody's tough, oh, they ain't going to do nothing. You, you have no idea what somebody's going to do. And this, what the story is looking like is somebody says something on social media repeatedly. They asked them to stop. They did not. And they got addressed. And unfortunately, it resulted in some people losing their lives. Right. That's, well, the, that's the thing about all this. Like, Lost and all this, did Troy have, was it in self-defense and everything else? And I, I guess on his mixtape, you know, he touches on this. That is the rapperest thing ever, to be in jail and drop a mixtape called Free Troy Ave with apparently a freestyle in there talking about what happened in the club. Like, well, oh, rappers. I mean, <laughs> yes. But, you know, it got, you know, this is why he's got an article on rollingstone.com right now. As mm. terrible as that is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, whatever whatever did end up happening, it's unfortunate. It's terrible. Absolutely. People, people died. People got hurt. You know, Troyev might be might be going to prison for a while. If not, he'll he'll always have this sort of on his name. Pretty much now, for, for you know, um, whatever what, I don't know what it would have been before, but now, uh, pr- whether he did it or not, um, the first thing that you're going to know about Troy Ave when you Google him is that he either killed somebody or was charged with attempted murder. Yeah, you know, which is unfortunate. Absolutely, Sad. absolutely, so, absolutely. The the, the mixtape thing, it's like, well, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> it, you know, it's uh. It's what he knows. Music. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. 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 Like what? I mean, what is he spo- what's he supposed to do? I mean, look at it this way. It's way more effective than what hiring some PR person to issue a statement. That's not going <laughs> to, that's not going to make it. No one's going to write a, a, a new story about that. Like if, if your goal is to have as many people hear your side of the story as possible, isn't this kind of what you do? Yeah. But people already weren't listening to Choi Ave music. 
And I mean, that's my that's my only slight jab of a joke. But I I get it, and I and I and I agree with you. Right. I agree with you. You know, we we sometimes forget in all of our clock radio speakery that you know hip hop is a voice for a lot of people, and when some people can't speak, um, they can't use words or they can't you know formulate the way that they do formulate is through music. So you know, can't be mad at that. You're right. Okay, you're right. Anything, so I, yeah. Anything else you want to say about your man Troy Ave? No, not really. I don't really want to. You know, I just want people. I just want our listeners. I've said this on the show, and I've even been guilty of it in the past, and I've calmed down a lot. But just you know, be careful with what you say in these streets, man, and in these tweets. Like, be be careful because like you, people will approach you, um, and you don't know what people are capable of. You have no idea what how people interpret what you say and how the things you say, how they make other people feel good or bad. It's why, it's why I'm going to need security when I, when I land in Columbus, man, <laughs> Tony, they're going to be waiting on you at the airport. Huh? <laughs> anyway, you at the airport, I got a cu- I already got a couple of like, you know, we put the tweet out about, you know, and continue to uh, answer that question. We've gotten some, some feedback, but we would like some more, you know, if uh, Doc's going to come out here for the, the bad boy concert in, in, uh, in August, would you come to a live clock radio speaker show? Um, hit us up at CRS Podcast. Let us know. We should have did this at the beginning. We've kind of to push that a little hard in the next, next month or so. Um, yeah, we're terrible at self-promotion. We really are. <laughs> we really, really, really are. Just um, and the worst. We, we, but we have wonderful fans who you know tell other people about us. They tell a friend to tell a friend, which is great. Um, yeah, you, yeah. I've, I had I had some people hit me up like, "Yo, Doc is gonna be here." The, the so, only thing I, I really need to know about Columbus is where are your where are your hipster coffee shops? The best one got shut down. Um, the best one, yeah, the best one was a uh, Short North Coffee that was downtown. Um, that one got shut down. They were supposed to move it somewhere. They haven't moved it yet. Um, there's another place. It's really really bougie, but I don't know if I can take you because it's more of a date spot. Well, because. <laughs> I'm going to need a constant, I'm going to need a constant, as you, as you will quickly, I'm, I'm going to need like a constant supply of tea and you can always count on a hipster coffee shop to have, have some fancy tea. Okay. So I'll, I'll take you to that place. We'll just get it to go. We won't sit and chat because <laughs> I've had a couple of dates up there and it's real, you know, yeah, not a place where Armand and Doc can. Had a couple of dates there. She know. rolls up. She's listening to Shook Ones. <laughs> <laughs> ah! hop, hop, hops out the uh the q q45 infinite <laughs> looking like an extra from a 1996 mob deep video yo son i got yo. crazy visions Are you take- <laughs> <laughs> and don't worry everybody yes i realized i was mixing songs but anyway um that was good that was right at the rim you had to do that <laughs> Yeah, do that. So anyway, oh, so um, we should talk about NBA real quick. Yeah, let's end with the NBA. It is uh eight thirty five p.m. Wednesday night as we record this. So uh, game three has not started yet, right? Game three is not nine o'clock tonight. Yeah, nine o'clock. God help us. Um, is the is the state of Ohio in complete meltdown? <sighs> I'll tell you how Ohio is right now. There, it's split in half. Well, it's okay. not in half. It's about 70-30. Okay. 30% of Ohio is extremely delusional right now. Well, yeah. Um, and they are, you know, we're down 0-2, but we got this. <laughs> um, 
The other 70% saw game one and definitely saw game two and just threw their hands up. And that sucks. I feel bad for I feel bad for LeBron because I really feel like they came into these finals like confident, feeling like they had a shot. Um, and a lot of people did, myself included. But Golden State, they're, they're just too much. Well, Cleveland's not really playing well. They're some not- of that some of that is Golden State's defense is really good. But I knew that they were in trouble in the first quarter of Game One. Okay, and I missed that quarter. But what happened? Kyrie Irving. Mr. Dribble, 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 decided. You could tell he looks at Steph Curry when, when, because he, you know, Curry has a rep as being a a, a below average defender. Mm-hmm. So he's when when he is one on one against Curry, he just he's just dribbling, he's just dribbling, they're dribbling some more, and he's you could see he's like sitting there hijacking possessions so he can take Steph Curry one on one, and it's like. All right, you do not have any idea, apparently, of what your team needs to do to win because that's not going to help. That's hilarious. That's that's not the answer. It's pure. It's pure Ky- Kyrie Irving, like one hundred percent. It's why I don't. I mean, I think he's a completely overrated player. I think he's incredibly talented. That's the thing. He's incredibly talented. He's offensively gifted. The man cannot play defense to to, to um, save his life. He's a terrible yeah. defensive player, and it's weird because like. Kevin Love as a rep is a terrible defensive player, and you could look at that and go, "All right, well, Kevin Love's also Kevin Love is also not like the quickest guy." Yeah. So you can kind of go, "All right, now he could probably certainly play more disciplined and play better, but he, you know, he's he's also not as athletically gifted." Kyrie has all the tools. There's no reason why Kyrie can't play better defense. Yeah. He just doesn't. Yeah. Um, Kyrie looks terrible. Except he looks terrible. Every time he's out there dribbling and doing, you know, I feel like he's about to start an N1 mixtape highlight. And I'm just like, oh, <gasps> baby. Right. I, honestly, in a weird way, it, you know, I, I just I'm like, oh, my God, this is like early 2000s NBA play all over again. We're going to go ISO one on one. Like, do you really think that's going to work against the Warriors? Hey. Warriors are sitting out here flying through their offense, shooting threes. They got the whole yeah. team involved. And you yeah. think pounding the ball and then trying to go to the hole is going gonna, is gonna to work? Yeah. No. They uh, – I, I think the thing that's making – in addition to everything that you're saying, the thing that's making me mad about Cleveland is that they're trying to, to hang with the Warriors shooting. Oh, you, like, think, you think they should just go big? I think uh, – Because I'm hearing people say that. That's a, that's a trendy thing to be saying right now. They should um, go big. You know, first of all, where's Mozgov? Like, I, I, say, know, I, I know he's not the answer, but you know who's definitely not the answer? Who? Tristan Thompson. He's been playing better than a bunch of Cavs this series. I trust Tristan Thompson this series more than a few people on that team. I, I have very little qualms with Tristan Thompson's play so far in the first two games. Here's my problem. Okay. Um, first off, when Andrew Bogey gets four blocks in the first two minutes of the game, there's <laughs> a problem. <laughs> there's a serious problem. Why don't you, I mean, you could go big there. You go Mozgov and, and Tristan Thompson and sort of like neutralize that. Number two, you can, um, Tristan Thompson's the only person who's going for a rebound after a shot. They're shooting these threes. They're trying to, they're trying to play this perimeter ball. They're trying to, you know, LeBron sh- selling for threes as usual, doing all this stuff. Only for as soon as he lets the shot go, everybody's running back on defense. And now you've got Tristan Thompson battling three Warriors 
But that, honestly, like that's the move now. That's how people play basketball now. Nah, you gotta take. Nah, you gotta take the glass, homie. I came up in the era of following your shot. I know. It does. Like we honestly though, like they've they've figured out that that it's just not worth it. Actually. <laughs> well, now you've got now you've got Kevin Love out because <laughs> the Warriors were attacking the paint and Kevin Love jumps in the air and he gets elbowed in the back of the head. Yeah, they really screwed up that concussion protocol, huh? A little bit. And uh, he's apparently not happy that he's being held out. I bet you they win tonight. Here's the thing. Tonight is it. It is it. This is the entire season. I agree. Um, The thing's in their favor. The role players should play better at home. Should, theoretically. Yeah. More energy from the crowd. They should feed off that. Yeah. If JR is ever going to have a night, tonight's the night. Tonight's the, I think I think uh I think they get your boy involved. I think Fry, I think Fry has a I think Fry contributes something significant for them to win. But LeBron and Kyrie, I know they haven't figured it out most of the year, but they you know, you can tell when they're when they decide to go go to the old, okay, I'm taking this is your position, now it's my position. Yep. Can't have that. Nope. Not now. No. Y'all should have did that fifty games ago. <laughs> Y'all should have figured that out in freaking December. I think Kyrie still thinks it's like supposed to be his team. Listen, if if D Wade can play, right? If he can play second fiddle to LeBron, surely you can. I'm gonna go ahead and just predict right now in five years. So I'm, I mean, I'm just gonna go ahead and assume the Cavs don't win this series. Yeah. Um, in five years, when Kyrie and LeBron aren't playing together anymore, yeah, we're gonna see the inevitable story of from Kyrie. First of all, Ky, the yeah. Kyrie has matured story. Yeah. And it will be the, you know, I didn't, I thought, you know, I didn't realize how, you know. What yeah. I had at the time, and now I know how important a championship is. And like, you, see that story. ESPN better just get get somebody writing that story right now. Yep. You can just pre-write it and then just change the appropriate the 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 small details when you get closer to the date. Yep. Um, Kyrie's destiny is to be on another team. Yep. Um, I agree. So the question is, how how many games how many games can can the Cavs get? Ah, man, it's looking like a gentleman's sweep. Could be a gentleman's sweep. I think part of it depends on what tonight looks like. Yeah. If they're convincing tonight, that might give them some juice. I agree. If it's yeah. a struggle and they pull it out, maybe it's, it's a gentleman's sweep. Yeah, I agree. Um, Good point. So assuming it's a gentleman's sweep or even – well, I think the, it's funny. It's only one game, but there is a, such a big difference. 4-1 versus 4-2 is totally different. Absolutely, it is. They go out four one, and everyone is. First of all, all you're going to hear all summer is what are the Cavs going to do? Yep. Four two, and everybody goes, man. They went down two zero, battled back, got two wins. Kevin yep. Love had a concussion. Yeah. Golden State Warriors, one of the greatest teams of all time. Not bad. Everybody's okay. Because that was the narrative last year. It was oh, LeBron didn't have any help because they he were didn't. up. He they didn't. were up 2-0, right? He didn't. He didn't. They were up 2-1. 2-1. They were up 2-1. Um, but I also just remember, yeah, because Delhi was their second option. Delhi. Remember the Delhi game? <laughs> he had like 20 points. It was completely ridiculous. Listen, man. Here's the deal with Delhi. What he def- besides the fact that he's on my Koofy list? No, 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 no. First of all, the man is a shoe deal now. I saw with Australia's finest. I thought it was Etonic or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like British Knights or something. Man, if you grew up in the nineties and your mom got you some Etonics, you just turn right around, you go right back to the store. Hey, you I cannot 
go to school some, wearing Etonics. I had some Etonics in the first grade. I know, terrible. My mom made up for it. I, I had some all red British Knights in the second grade. Oh, it was there good. you go. With the little with the little gold joint on the ankle, son. I had some black and white LA gears. <clears throat> mean. <laughs> that was my Funk Flex growl. Mean. Um, did they light up? Actually, I'm pretty sure they did. <laughs> of course they did. That was the appeal of LA Gear sneakers is that they lit up. Oh, LA Gear. Anyway. Um, you know what I want? I'll say, <laughs> side note. You know what I want to come back since all this retro stuff is coming back? What's that? If somebody can find me a hyper color shirt. Oh, no. I'm in. Yeah? Yeah, I'm totally in. I, I can't find them anywhere. Oh, here you go. No. And the one, the one that I did see, it wasn't my size and it was like 300 bucks. I'm not that far in. 300 bucks i remember i remember my my hypercolor shirt i thought it was i had it must have it was uh summer 91 that's about right between that and my my zubaz pants <laughs> i'm glad those aren't coming back <laughs> <laughs> you, you could get um, you know what they could they got the trainers now i mean zubaz pants aren't that far from that they're not they're not they're joggers they're, not. they're really just, just yeah they're just yeah, they're just joggers and with the little blowout in the in the hip thigh area and then they then they sort of skinny out towards the uh <laughs> i didn't know they were called zubaz pants until like three years ago oh really yeah they were just hammer pants mm. no the zubaz pants they had that they were the they had the the zebra stripes yeah the zebra stripes the tiger stripes yep 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 and you have to wear them with some big floppy high tops like some converse yeah something with a big fat doofy tongue big tongue yep we should, instead of big truck series, we should do like big, big tongue, tongue series, series. <laughs> and just like have a uh, the out just have the mixtape cover just be a bunch of raggedy high top shoes from like the early nineties. Perfect. The reason why Delhi should not be on your Koofy list is because, and this is this is just you want to talk about an indictment of Kyrie Irving. It's pretty clear LeBron trusts Delhi. Delhi is yeah. limited, but one, he tries on defense. And does two, he? Yeah. Now or does he just fall a lot? Now he's he's probably cheating on every play. Right. But he wouldn't be the first defensive player to cheat on every single play. Right. right. And, I mean, at least it's not like watching Draymond Green. Don't talk to me about Dre Dre. <laughs> Don't talk to me about Dre Dre. That who, guy. Who, who is flying across the court like he just got hit by a Street Fighter 2 move. Yeah, we're not going to talk about... If, we, if we're going to talk about LeBron's flop when Tristan hit him, we definitely need to talk about every single flop that Draymond Green ever does in life. He's gone to the Anderson Vergeau school of flopping. He has a doctorate in flopping. You, you know when uh, you, you know when liar liar when Jim when Jim Carrey beats the crap out of himself in the bathroom. Yep, that's kind of like what I feel Draymond Green's doing out there. Absolutely, like no one's actually touching him really. No, and he's just flying across. Yes, um, it's trash. <laughs> so if it's if it's uh if it's four one or God if it's four zero oh man no God yeah LeBron's got to leave <laughs> LeBron's got. Or he's got to retire or something. He's got to retire. Um, if it's 4-0 or 4-1, definitely one of Kyrie or Love is leaving, right? Yep. Both? Possibly. Mm. Who Who do you think should go? <sighs> I still say they should have kept Wiggins, but I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, the, the, I mean, everybody says that, but like that meant that Wiggins would have been carrying a major load as a third option in an, in the NBA Finals. I mean, give give him a shot as a, as a as a rookie. Give him, a, give him a shot. I know, but when you're the window is, you know, when the window is closed, like you, you know, that's a tough gamble to make. I don't, I don't blame the Cavs for making that trade at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's, I think that's a rare trade that made just made a ton of sense for both sides. 
Yeah, I, I don't think it was a stupid trade. I don't think it was stupid. Like, oh my god, I can't believe you did it. It's just like right. uh, Wiggins isn't doing too bad, and he's got a lot no, of upside. He's not. Um, I could see Love still doing the Laker thing. They've got enough money. Mm, but he signed, um, so they, they got a trade. Oh right, they yeah, they're not going to trade. <laughs> L.A. has no pieces to trade <laughs> at all. Yeah, yeah. They got a number two pick. I mean, you know, they got a number two pick, but that's a that's. Mm, that'd be, uh, I, I how's this? The, how's the this? Dra- is this draft class strong? Top two guys are are known as pretty strong. Then there's a, a deep. There's a pretty good group from like three to like eight, and then after that, it's good. A lot, a lot of like dudes who will be like like rotation players, like starting, like you know, lower end, like do, they'll be in the league for a while, but like in terms of like sure things, top two, top three, maybe. Yeah. Okay, I got you. So the Cavs aren't going to go there, but I don't know. I um. Frankly, like I don't think either player is well suited to play with LeBron at this stage in his career. Because, like, and it's funny, like, and and Kyrie and Kevin Love are even just so poorly suited for one another. Like, even if you take LeBron out of the equation, yeah. Like, in a weird way, what they actually like, if you're gonna put out, if you're gonna put Kyrie out there guarding people and Kevin Love out there guarding people, you need a you need like a shot blocker as your center. Yes. Yes. And what might end up really killing them is like. Tristan Thompson just—he's not shot. He's not blocking shots. He's not a yes. defensive guy. You know what yes. I mean? Like he's not—he's not holding that. So if that's the case, then there really is no like last line of defense. I don't know. I think they should just start over. <laughs> I know they're in the NBA Finals and it sounds crazy, but like they're just so there when they don't work. Like it's funny. Like when even when Golden State struggled, you know, in some games in the playoffs, it, they didn't look like. When Cleveland struggles, they just look terrible. They look bad. They it just look so dis- they look disjointed, disoriented, and just like out of it. They look like they just didn't practice, like they weren't prepared. Dejected. Yeah. It's like they had the one, they're like, all right, we're going to do this and it's going to turn the series around. And it goes out and it doesn't work. And they're like, oh. Yeah. Well, now what do we do? And it's like, right. What? There's no plan B. Yeah. Absolutely. They have like a plan, like, they don't even have a plan. They have like a, a half of a plan. Yep. So, all that being said, who do you got tonight? I got Cleveland tonight. Cleveland tonight. Yep. And then you think it's and then uh, then you think they go back to uh, Oakland for Game Five and that's it, gentlemen sweep four one. Yeah. So I agree. Th- I agree with your. You know, it depends on how Cleveland looks tonight in their win. Um, if they win, how do they look? But I, yeah. Yeah. If if they win because they 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 try something that that Golden State is going to take a game or two to figure out how to respond to, that's different than oh they. They played the exact same way. It's just that people actually hit shots or somebody got really yeah, hot. Or, and Steph had an off game. Because, right. I mean, they, they haven't really killed. Then again, I did stop watching game two after a while. but Steph hasn't really killed it all this series. Yeah. It's been, nobody's talking about it. Yeah, I mean, this this is the stage of Steph's career where he gets a million passes. This is He's he's Kevin Durant in 2012 or and 2011. You know, like, I want to love Golden State because they are playing so well and they're such a good team. Like, I want to I wanna like them and appreciate them. But you know me, anytime the media gives such a pass to anything, I'm immediately like my, my, my alert antenna are up. Yeah, it's just, like, a, it's just a hipster in you. It's cool. I'm, I'm there and, too. It's and cool. I'm like, I can't be that good. <laughs> like, like really? Yeah. It, yeah. You know, Steph is, uh, Steph, you know, he, aside from a game or two where he has shown up when he needs to show up since he got hurt. He he's not stringing games together. Oh snap! Haven't you noticed? And I'm saying this very 
pretentiously. I, I love the voice you got going here. Keep going. Nobody has talked about Steph being hurt. It's like his knee just wolverined itself. <laughs> and yet I would argue it seems clear that right now he's not he has not been the same guy since he came back. Absolutely. Consistently. Absolutely. Can he yeah. put quarters or even a game together? Yeah. But he's not putting back-to-back stuff together. Would it Absolutely. surprise me if he came out tonight and completely shot the lights out and all of a sudden that's all anybody can talk about? Nope. Wouldn't be surprised at all. Absolutely. And if he's got it in him, this is the game to do it. Yep. Because if they, if he shoots the lights out and if they beat Cleveland tonight, he won't have to do anything for game four. Nope. Because they'll be so fired up. Like they'll get, they'll get, uh, they'll go for the sweep. Cleveland will be just dejected. Yep. Yep. It'll be Ray Allen's shot because people, people forget that Ray Allen's shot was game six. And not even that. I mean, I, I think it's just this particular Cleveland team because they're not dumb. I mean, Kyrie and Love know one, if this ends poorly, one of them's on the way out. Yeah. All right, man. Anything else you want to say about the NBA? Nah, man. I'm just, uh, just excited about tonight. I was a little sad. Um, you know, I, this is normally the slowest time of the sports year, but I, I was reminded that this is an Olympic year. So, you know, we might have to do an Olympic clock radio speakers. I wish we could do one live from Brazil, but, you know, <laughs> wishful thinking. One of the, I'm trying to think what the dates for the Olympics are. Got to be after July, right? Yeah, let's see. Oh, 5th of August to 21st of August. Oh, so we still have like a month of downtime. Yeah. All right. NBA draft's coming up. Yep. I love the NBA draft. Um, yeah, great time. This is, this is the one time you just have to mute Woj from, from Twitter. Yeah, it's real tough. Like you kind of want to be on. The problem though is you want to be on Twitter so you can be snarky about the picks. But then even if you mute Woj, people are gonna like quote and retweet and retweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that. <laughs> just let you know. Let us be. You like? I want to. Like I just want to be surprised. Yeah, it's like leaking the Royal Rumble entrance early. Like you know, if if freaking if the Dudley Boys are gonna come back and it's a surprise, let me be surprised. When you said the Dudley Boys, I just immediately imagined Delvadova. Running out to a WWE ring with uh with with glasses with tape in the middle of them. He kind of he kind of plays defense like a like a like a wrestler. He could be he could be a wrestler. A bad one. Yes. <laughs> and on that note, uh, anything else you want to say this week? Nah, man. Uh, as always, you know, clockradiospeakers.com, iTunes, follow, vote, rate, comment, add, subscribe. Push-ups, sit-ups, wall sits, suicides, whatever you want to do. Just appreciate the listen as always. All right. That's it. Catch y'all next week.